0: Welcome to Making Connections, a WMNT series on diversifying our future.
1: If you use the internet, or are one of many rural residents hoping to get affordable internet access, December 14th was a big day. The Federal Communications Commission voted 3-2 to, to dismantle net neutrality, the open internet principles that more than 80% of Americans support. The plan was proposed by Ajit Pai, President Trump's choice for FCC chairman. And FCC commissioners voted along party lines. Their vote means that internet is no longer classified as a public utility or Title II service. That weakens universal service requirements and consumer protections. Whitney Kimball Co. is raising a family in Athens, Tennessee, a small town south of Knoxville. She also coordinates the National Rural Assembly and is director of national programs for the Center for Rural Strategies. The following is an editorial she wrote for her local paper in which she relates her concerns about the impact the FCC changes will have on rural communities such as those in our WMMT listening area.
0: Please don't break the internet before rural gets it. That's what my pal and co-worker Casa Peralta wrote in an op-ed back in 2014. Her message was aimed at the Federal Communications Commission, the FCC, which was at that time developing rules for protecting free speech and access to the Internet, rules that are now part of a concept known as network neutrality or net neutrality. Net neutrality is absolutely the kind of tech jargon that puts people to sleep, I know. But please stay with me because upcoming changes to net neutrality rules have broad implications for growth and well-being in communities like my home in rural East Tennessee. At its core, net neutrality means that the internet is a neutral playing field where all content that is legal gets treated equally, and no information or website gets preferential treatment or faster speeds from providers like Comcast or Verizon or AT&T. To put it another way, providers can't block, throttle, or charge content creators like businesses for faster lanes to consumers. As a consumer, I should be able to look at the New York Times online and my local newspaper, the Daily Post Athenian, with equal ease, and our local coffee shop should be able to reach people online with the same efficiency as Starbucks. Current net neutrality rules also designate broadband as a Title II public utility, like telephone and electricity, which means providers have to honor a consumer's request for service if it's reasonable. This means that communities everywhere, including our rural areas, have some leverage when it comes to demanding internet connection. But that leverage is now being challenged, along with net neutrality rules. Federal Communications Commission Chairman Ajit Pai has recommended a complete repeal of both the Title II classification and net neutrality, making it easier for giant providers in this area to revert back to redlining practices. Currently, an estimated 23 million people living in U.S. rural communities and towns do not have access to Internet or fixed broadband service. In Tennessee, only 2% of city dwellers lack access to quality broadband connectivity, compared to 34% of rural residents. The numbers are similar in Kentucky. That kind of digital divide means rural people are unable to access the kind of healthcare, care, education, and economic and business opportunities that bigger cities enjoy. It also means that rural voices are not fully represented in our democracy because they are not present in online civic dialogues and content production. Conversations about broadband, the internet, and net neutrality can absolutely become intimidating and technical really fast, so don't stress if you're not ready for the technical side of the discussion. Just remember that you have an individual story to tell about why an open and quality connection to the internet is essential to you, to your family, and and to the future of your community. What can you do right now? Share your story with state and local leaders and let them know that you want and need high-speed broadband with open access. And with our national representatives, we can advocate for net neutrality rules that will allow our local businesses, nonprofits, and everyday citizens to participate equally with our urban peers. And most importantly, we want to be able to tell our story so others won't tell it for us.
1: That was Whitney Kimball Coe, coordinator of the National Rural Assembly and a resident of Athens, Tennessee.
0: Making Connections is brought to you by WMMT, Mountain Community Radio. Find out more at makingconnectionsnews.org.